Welcome back, everybody. This is Vida by Design, episode 16, Kiss and Tell, Whisper Secrets of Love. My name is Hector Prado. <laughs> My name is Cesar Balboa. And we are super excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Can we redo it again? Why? Because I always say that. <laughs> okay, just kidding, guys. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. <laughs> we'll keep it. See, this is why I love doing the episodes, too, because there's really hardly any editing that we do when we record. It's literally just like we trim the beginning and the end just because we're adjusting things. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Like if we mess up to, throughout the, the episode, we we'll just, just leave, leave it. it. It's just a lot of work to yeah. go back and edit and cut in. Yeah. Be like, and not so much the work. It's just, just keep it raw. Keep it raw. Keep it real. Yeah. Eventually, we should do like a live stream. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we you will. can edit a live stream. So we will. We're getting ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So let's start with our get to know me questions. I love these questions. First one is. Um, any talents or skills that you are proud to have? I say keep it PG. Keep it PG. I don't want to say I don't think I have any talents or weird talents or anything like that. But I know I have a skill of being able to camouflage in a room setting. And by that, not that I'm like okay, elaborate. Well, yeah, come and let me finish. So basically, I'm able to read the room and feel the vibe for it and be like, okay, I can't be this way or I can't be this way or I can, I need to be a certain way within the room setting. And I'm, I think I'm very proud of that because not a lot of uh, people can do that. And also when it comes to anything, I can adjust myself to it, especially like at work. Like mm-hmm. if something, something, you know, hits the fan, I'm like, all right, let's get to it. Let's work, whatever. You know, so then I'm able to just like turn on that mode of like, oh, it's it's serious. Let's let's get it done. Whatever it is, it, it's like a adaptability, right? Yeah. You're able to adapt to whatever situation mm-hmm. is, whether it's in the room or work situation or life situation. Or life you're situation. like, yeah. you don't let it overtake you. No, no. So th- I think that's that's one of the things that I'm really proud to have, because not a lot of people can do that. A lot of people can mm-hmm. get hectic and they don't know how to control themselves, or they just start like panicking and stuff so it's like no i'm able to be okay take a step back and really analyze what's going on Mm -hmm. with that like in the spot Mm -hmm. you went too profound okay yeah or or also kind of like a game time like it's game time that's something that one of our coaches taught us like hey if i'm training tonight like over zoom or something it's game time and i make that switch say i was fighting with someone like a minute before then i'm able to like if how to present something it's game time like Let's do it. So it's kind of like so kind of like you make that switch real quick. Okay, okay. And yeah. You're able to yeah. just do what you have to do at the time. I'll take care of the other situation later. Got that's it. just an okay. example. I'm not saying yeah. that really happened, but that's just like an example. And a lot of people can't. A lot of people say they have a fight with their spouse or whatever, and then it's training. It transfers into training. Got it. Got and it. You okay. can really tell, like, oh, something. Like you can detach yourself from that yes. situation and just put in your game phase mm-hmm. mode, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. How about you? You don't have to be all profound. Just um, what silence or skills you have. Well, since you're profound over here. Um, now, I think a, a good skill that I have is I'm really good to go and network with people. And the people that I actually do vibe with, I'm really good at creating genuine friendships with them. Mm. Like, it's not just I'm going to go and network to events or things like that 
to make a business transaction or anything like that. It's more of how can I create that friendship with them, whether it's business friendship Mm -hmm. or business and actual friendship friendship. Mm -hmm. um, I can, I'm able to do that. So yeah, yeah, that's why like I'm a huge introvert and I don't think people realize that, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I know how to be an extrovert when I'm needed to be Yeah, like in those and scenarios. I don't know if do you know the definition, like the true definition of introvert? I didn't know before. Educate me. So basically introvert is how you use your energy. Okay. How you gain your energy. So basically if you're an introvert, you self regulate your energy mm-hmm. by yourself. Okay. By doing things for yourself. An extrovert? An extrovert is someone who gets the energy from other people. Oh, mm-hmm. we are. I always thought introvert was like you're shy, you're quiet, yeah. you're much yourself. An extrovert, is someone who's loud. No, it's it's how you you how you gain Where'd your you energy. Get that from a uh, book. Okay, yeah. But and is that, that the work? actual definition of it, or is that more like a philosophical uh, point of view? Well, it was a book, and well, I don't know. I didn't Google it. It's like if I pull up Webster Merriam right now, the Do, dictionary. I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. I got that from a book. So, well, yeah, it was one of the authors. I mean, who wrote I'm just it, so. asking, like, if, if it's a more of a philosophical point of view, or if it's more of a you're looking at it as in like the definition. Yeah, the the definition because like on Merriam-Webster, introvert is a person whose personality is character- characterized. By introversion, a typically reserved or quiet person who tends to introspective and enjoy spending time alone. Oh, then, yeah. Also, then, look at the verb. Verb is to turn inward or upon oneself or itself, Mm -hmm. such as to concentrate or direct upon oneself. Okay, so, like, energy. Yeah. Okay. So, maybe the author was using more more of the verb. Yeah, because the noun is more of, I'm a quote-unquote shy person. Yeah. So, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that's that's a definition. Yeah. According cool. to Webster. Do you have I any mean, any, any talents? Um, or unique talent? Do you have one? I don't know. It's more of skills. skills. I don't think I have like an actual like you're not, unique you're unique not talent. Jointed, you're no. Not a great dancer. No, no. You're not like a No. I just I can one do the taco. Is one is, um, <laughs> I know you can do the taco. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do a taco. It's a Valentine's tongue. Day episode. It, it's valid. Um, or like one, a W with your tongue. You know how some people can do that? Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, no. I, can, I can only do the taco. Um, one is, I'm a good cook. I believe that's, that's a good skill. That's a very skill. Mm-hmm. That's a talent. Or a talent. I love to cook, and I do believe I, I cook very well. Mm-hmm. And then another one would be, I think this is more of a skill, um, graphic designing. Mm-hmm. That's something that I know I've noticed. Like today, I did a, a logo and a flyer for a nonprofit organization, and it was it was just such a really good distressor. Mm-hmm. Is distressor an actual word? A distress... So to de-stress is an actual... To distress, but distresser. I don't know. I think I just made up the word. But basically, like, doing the, the graphic designing work and all that, it it makes me take my focus and whatever stress I'm I'm feeling away from that situation, and then I just focus on, 
on that job or mm-hmm. the the design that I'm doing. So yeah, that too. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. I love that. So what's your, what's your favorite form of exercise? Form? What do you mean by form? You know what? I don't know. You're the one Are that wrote it. <laughs> Actually, you did these questions. Okay, I what's your oh them. form as in like activity like are you a basketball do you like to play basketball do you like running do you like to do weights what do you like what's like your favorite thing to do weightlifting weightlifting just because it's it's such a good feeling when you lift heavy and Mm -hmm. you're like oh shit i just did that okay i was gonna ask you that or was it just because you like the fact that you're gaining muscle but no like you actually enjoy it that's the um that's the byproduct of lifting heavy but for me it's accomplishing that I actually lifted heavy, mm-hmm. and because I also track um, the weight that I that I lift. Like for example, if I do regular squats last week and I do them again this week, I track what I did last week. So mm-hmm. I always try to add weight from my my last from the last time. my last set. Yeah. Oh, cool. That way I know I'm lifting heavy as well, mm-hmm. heavier every week. So yeah. like that feeling of like, fuck, like my legs were shaking at the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought you were gonna say boxing. Because I know you were into boxing for a good while. Yeah, boxing. Yeah, boxing is good, but that's that's a uh, what I started realizing. It's it's more of the the weight that I actually enjoy doing. Because boxing was more of a cardio workout. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I'm able to do boxing here at this gym as well. But I just like no me llama la atención. Yeah. Like the bag is there and, and things like that. Maybe because I don't ha- carry the bag with me. So like my gloves are not easily mm-hmm. accessible. Um, but yeah, no, it's number one would be, yeah, the, the weightlifting. Yeah. What about That's you? Cool. Uh, my favorite form of exercise is running. I say running slash biking. Mm-hmm. I've always I've always enjoyed that. I know I stopped for a great while. It's something that I want to get back into. I don't know. I just don't feel. I don't know. I wouldn't know where to go here. Like running? Yeah, not. I'm not around the block. Like I'm not that type of guy that I would run around the block. I think I would. I would go to like a high school or something. But I don't know. If like the high schools are kind of the same. Cause I, when I lived in Porterville, that's where I felt more secure. I guess, quote unquote, because the stadiums have lighting. The football safe. Yeah. So yeah. the football teams would be practicing. So there was people around. Mm-hmm. So that's why. But here I wouldn't know where exactly where to go and do that. Maybe even a park, like the park where we used to live by. Mm-hmm. Cause it's I, in a yeah, really good it neighborhood. Could, it could be there. Yeah. But yeah, I want to start doing that. It's start um, getting back to it because I noticed the difference within my physical health mm-hmm. on my knees that like I can't even do lunches without them really like hurting really bad. And so yeah, I know it has to do with like. I don't know if it has to do with form or whatever, but I know that as long as I'm training them, I'm training them, they're going to get stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do have our stationary bike, but it's kind of cold. I don't know. There's something about the cold that I can't handle. So, But that's just, I mean, for me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's why I just stick to indoor, Mm -hmm. indoor working out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. So if you could meet any fictional character, who would it be? Um, I'll say Allison from Pretty Little Liars. Is that a fictional character? Fictional is fake. But they're actual human person. So you're talking more like cartoon? No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, fictional. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not based on a real story or anything. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So fiction. Yeah. So Alice in for Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I would like to know. I guess in the show it kind of tells you, but but it more in depth of, of why is it so easy for you to manipulate people and to like um what's the word when you have something over them what is that called influence uh, no blackmailing blackmail mm. to be like i know you're you're a cheater and i'm gonna tell your wife if you don't give me like money like how easy why would why is that so easy for you i wouldn't to do? be like do it <laughs> do it <laughs> like as an example and that's a little bit part of the storyline but mm-hmm. so just that that kind of thing intrigues me to why intrigues me to learn from people because what made you that way or what what happened in your life that made you that way mm-hmm. and i think that's why and that series was a shit show with like a really good show but like it's it's just uh it's very like mysterious and everything so i would just like to s- go into her mind and be like what the hell made you that way mm-hmm. so vid- vid- vindicting vindicting uh-huh. yeah so that's why so I, would, I would that's why i would choose her allison from pretty little liars mm-hmm. mm. what were you thinking i of? i was trying to choose between two two characters but i think i would choose iron man What's your um, other one? I'm curious. Batman. Oh, okay. They're very yeah. superhero. But I think I would choose Iron Man so I can wear the suits. And then I can drive his Audis. <laughs> and then <laughs> I can also be his friend and do all the parties as well. That would be badass. And then be on top of that building, the Stark building, or now the Avengers building. Mm-hmm. That would be badass too. Be like on the, on the pad outside. Um... And then, I mean, that's like the material stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But then also trying to to pick his brain on, because I mean, he's super wealthy, right? But he still has this desire to help humanity and like make it a better uh, world and, and things like, he doesn't have to do that. He can just be like, oh, screw you guys. I have all this money. I can just take care of myself and live my, my life and, and, and things like that. But the fact that he's willing to do that um, and then just a lot of the mental toughness that he has, he also has. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. I just thought of like, ooh, what's who's interesting to me? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't really go into depth to that, but yeah, I think um, I like that answer. Yeah. Okay, so going going into the, our main topics, um, give us a little background of our story and how we met and how long we've been together. Do you want the short version or the very long version? Let's do a medium version. A medium version. So we started talking on Facebook, actually, mm-hmm. uh, Messenger. And then it just, I mean, it wasn't nothing like I'm going to message this person because I want to get to know this person and get to with them and or anything like that. It was more of let me just chat with this person and make a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can say. Who added who? Do you remember? You added me. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, and you can explain why. Um, but yeah, it was it was more of that, like just trying to get to know people mm-hmm. and make 
friends and whatnot. And at that age, I was in a phase where I was just wanted to have also more gay friends mm-hmm. um, and just grow my circle when it came to that. And not necessarily just like party gay friends because there's a, the, that difference, right? It's creating a, a genuine friendship. Um, so, yeah, that's it started like that. I think we messaged each other for like, what, six months, eight months? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And then according to you... Mm-hmm. Who stopped messaging? Yeah. I stopped messaging you. Mm-hmm. Like I never replied. And then probably like what, two, three months later, that's when we started messaging again. That's when you replied and you're like, hey, with the person you were with at the time, so and so is having a show, like come meet me. Come meet us. I was like, oh cool. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the whole point intention of adding people during that time when I did is because I was in a relationship. I it fell through and then and it wasn't very serious so which was your first actual relationship right yes and no like yeah i could say i could say yeah like Like, actual relationship not like yeah you know yeah. yeah so it was that that happened and then i just started adding people because i wanted the same thing i just wanted i wanted to really just have a group of friends kind of went through what I went through who may have experienced similar experiences growing up mm-hmm. and just really connect on that level. And unfortunately I never had that. And I still don't till this day. I only have, I don't, I don't have any, I don't think I have any gay friends mm-hmm. and like true friends where I can say, Hey, let's come, let's, let's hang out. And the reason was because I don't know what would happen in the communication of that. It was just very like, when you got on the apps, I literally was like, hey, like, it's not for, like, I, I just want to generate a group of friends. Mm-hmm. And it was never, that transaction It was never well because either they thought I was trying to get with them or they told me they liked me and it just got awkward after that. And so it was just, I don't know. I don't know why I just never was able to develop that. And then I started adding people. After that, I started adding people. And then I'm like, okay, like, who... I'll be honest, like, who looks gay? And I just started adding so judgmental. people. And so I was like, okay, and I just added people. And then within that, you just text me like, hey, how's your day? Do I know you? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, actually, no. And then I told you the reason. I'm like, well, I just started adding people. You know, I just want to build a friendships, blah, blah, blah. And I would say, like, during that time, I would be like, hey, how's, how are you and your boyfriend? How are you guys doing? What's What are you guys up to? Like, it was never like, what are you doing? You know, like it was never mm-hmm. that intention at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, yeah. Until the following week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Until the following week of that conversation. Oh. I meant it as a yeah. joke. Oh, no. no. I meant it as a joke. <laughs> yeah. So we, now, yeah. yeah we so up, yeah. it just, it happened and I, mm-hmm. things happened with that previous relationship mm-hmm. and it ended. And yeah, that's, I, that's when. Mm-hmm. I know we started developing a, a relationship be, between you and I, like a, a serious relationship, and it transpired to what it is now. Mm-hmm. We've been together since 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since 2015. So it's going to be what? Nine, nine years. years already. Mm-hmm. Nine years. Damn, dude. Yeah, cortala. And then we'll be married six years. No. Since 2018. Yeah. So six years, mm-hmm. 19, six years, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah, mm-hmm. six years, six years, and yeah, so yeah, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it was just a very unique situation. Everything that how everything rolled out. Rolled out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my it was just my previous relationship. It was not an actual. It was a relationship, but it wasn't a relationship. Mm-hmm. It was a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of um, cheating happening from his end, and it came to a point where I'm like, you know what, just fuck this, like deuces. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's when things started changing. And yeah. Yeah. And we're here, guys. And now we're here. And we're here. <laughs> um, can you share some problems that we have faced like uh, as a couple and how we overcame them and our relationship and one way or another, it just got stronger? So one one thing that I think we struggled with was routine. So mm-hmm. routine, we our lives became very routine because of I, I don't know. I think just life happened, mm-hmm. and we didn't. We, it was on both sides. We didn't see how like, and it was just straight up. So like you would say like we're only are intimate on these days because you feel like it. Oh, yeah, Saturday and Sundays. And then it was just like, um, well, there's no initiation on you. So then, so there was there was a lot of, like, miscommunication, mis, mis signals, I guess, where we were just trying to, well, I'm tired. I have to go to sleep. Like, I'm not staying up like you. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of there was a lot of that. Like there was a lot of miscommunication. There was certain times where you're like, "Well, you only want to intimate on the weekends," or blah blah blah. And it was just like that's not the p- case. Like I just I'm like every other kind of day kind of dude. Um, but it's just kind of like respecting that of well, if this person doesn't want me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna initiate if he doesn't want me. Mm-hmm. So then it's it was a lot of that. And I think what helped us was just being very open about it. Mm-hmm. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you like to get done? What don't you like to get done? Like, mm-hmm. what do you enjoy? Like, understanding that really helped us get over that and be like, you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't because it's a whole different equipment when it's two men. <laughs> I'll just say it like that. Yeah. So it's like There's preparation. Yeah. So then it's like sometimes maybe that preparation doesn't happen. Like, is this such a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Right. So then it's kind of like, do you just do you always is that preparation always needs to get done? Quote unquote. And yes, we're being a little vague, but it's just very different. Y'all love us. So. <laughs> so we would have this conversation <laughs> with every single one of you. You know that. <laughs> so that's that. I would say that, and became very routine on that part, mm-hmm. and it became very routine on the daily life. We weren't hanging out. You were doing your thing. I was doing my own thing. Um, you would come home super late, which is uh, was not a bad thing to do because you were working. But then it was just came like, oh, it just became very mundane, mm-hmm. right? And there was never really a time to spend together. Like, hey, let's spend time together. Let's go travel together. Let's get out of the city. Let's go Let's go to a different down south, up to whatever. Like, there was none of that. Mm-hmm. And so we got lost in that. And then the communication between us lacked. Like, we hadn't. We're still working on it. But, like, we don't have things to talk about. We don't, like, we didn't keep each other posted. Like, all that stuff. So then it was just, like, then what are we doing? 
Like, what are we doing in this relationship? And one of the things that really helped us was the communication part. You know, we do have our monthly Wait, meetings. Because that's a following question. You can elaborate more on that. Okay, so, yeah, we just worked on our communication. Yeah. And for me, my point of view would be more of understanding, being more understanding with each other, just because I was very impatient person, I guess you can say. And I didn't, I didn't, there were some, sometimes there were some scenarios where it didn't make sense for me to the way like you would react, whether it was like in a, in a lovey way or just in a personal way or even in a, in a sexual way as well, I would be like, wait, what do you mean? Like, that doesn't make sense. But that was because it was my point of view. I was just seeing that from my perspective. But then as I got to know you more, I was like, okay, so it makes sense that he's this type of person because X, Y, and Z reason. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that, that makes sense. And it's not like it was, uh, uh, how do you explain it? Like, I didn't give in into the idea. I just understood the idea of what was happening. Oh, okay. So, like, I mean, it, it, it wasn't every single scenario. It, w it wasn't just one specific Are thing. you still talking about routine, how routine our lives became? Yeah, it was okay. It was part of that. Okay. It was part of, of the routine. It was part of uh, you as a person uh, being emotional, quote-unquote, right, emotional person. Um, it was also part of when it came to the uh, sex part as well. Like, I, I had to understand you as a person, where you were coming from on that point of view as mm -hmm. well. Because it wasn't, yeah, it, it was uh, that as well. So, there was just, and until this point, there's still more understanding that we both have. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just, I have to understand it. Like, you also are understanding me as a person mm -hmm. when it comes to the relationship. And I think that's one of the, the, the beautiful things ab about relationships is that, I love the fact, the fact that it's always evolving. Like it's not just the same type of feeling or point of view now. Mm -hmm. Like your perspective might have changed on, on something. Yeah. And I didn't know that, but then I get to know it just because of, of a certain way that you behave. So I'm like, oh, okay, like let's talk about that because I'm mm -hmm. I'm not aware of that situation or I'm not aware of that feeling. Yeah. Or I'm not aware of that expression that you're having because I haven't seen it in the past. Mm -hmm. So what is it like? Are you upset? Is it something that now you're like different or have different perspectives? So we, we talk about that. Yeah. So what's a, what's a thing or a, maybe like a scenario or fight that you felt like? Any, any type of problems? Do you have a different one that where we struggled? Yeah, that was... That was it. The understanding part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Like I, I was an impatient person in, in the in the beginning. I'm still impatient in some in some moments, but I believe I've gotten a lot better when it came to that. Yeah. Because I, I understand you more as a, I know how to communicate with you to understand you. Mm -hmm. Meaning, like I don't just brush it under the rug. Like, oh, he's just having a bad day. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, like what's, what's up? Like what's, what's going on? And I know that you grew up in a home from my understanding and seeing your relationship with siblings and your mom that you guys brush things under the rug and you guys, there's no Oh, up until this day, like there's yeah. no, 
like if there's a argument or a mm -hmm. fight or a, a person feels a certain way, it's not talked about. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like, oh, you pissed me off today, but tomorrow I'm going to call you and be like, oh, happy, like act like nothing happened. Like, no, like you actually hurt my feelings. Why don't we talk about this? Like, mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm going to stay mad at you. Yeah. I just want you to understand why I got upset at you. Yeah. And that was something that I didn't, wasn't aware of until we actually started building something, living together. And then it was like, well, you don't talk about your feelings. Like, and it's weird because I didn't really either until I'm like, okay, this is a, at that point when the relationship started, I was like, okay, what do I, how do I view relationships? Right. Mm -hmm. So I think when that happened, a switched happened with me where like, okay, I got to be like this in this relationship and we got to talk about our feelings and we have to communicate and I'm a com big communicator, big communicator. So for me now, do I communicate all the time where I say my personal feelings? No, but what do I like to talk? Do I like to have conversations? Do I like to do this? Then it's like, okay. Okay. Because you're talking now about communication and mm -hmm. you're going into the topic. Like what are some tricks or new habits or uh new point of views or per perspectives that from your point of view you have developed to have a better relationship so from my point of view is you have so there's a background i have to say so basically like i never like to i never like to have an a fight right i don't like to be mad i don't i don't like Why? that feeling because I just, I never, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened in my childhood where I can really pinpoint that because I didn't grow up in homes that were, where parents are fighting. Mm -hmm. But I think because I didn't see that, I never knew that that was normal. So like when you, so I never knew fights were normal. I just thought that fights, if you have a fight, it's the beginning of the end. So I had that mentality. Because you see, at least for I got it from media, where like you see the parents fighting all the time. What happens? They end up in divorce. So I took that into like our relationship because that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. It's like I didn't know fights are normal, and I see it where even within our friends, like with their like they have like a it's just it's just weird because I see them like bicker or something, but then they're fine like a minute later. And I never understood that because I'm like, I don't think you still do that. Huh? Yeah, I don't think you still do that. But I don't, I mean, I don't bicker. No, like, I don't think you still understand that. No, yeah. Like, I don't understand how that happens, but they're in a different type of relationship, a different level of relationship. Yeah. Whereas ours, because their dynamics are very different. And I feel like our dynamics very similar to where like, if something is upsetting you, you can either shut off. And for me, if something is upsetting me, I'll brush it off like nothing's wrong and I'll just pretend to be happy. So like there's no there was no. There was no kind of like that. We're good. Like we're still good. It's fine. Can we just get back to normal and like have a conversation? Because I see couples because <laughs> I've seen it. I've been with them where like they're fighting and it's like, oh, it's like a family thing. And then they're back on it and they're like happy and doing and still talking to each other like if nothing happened. But later on, they can have a conversation mm -hmm. about it. Whereas for me, that has never happened to us because you're, you're, I feel like you're added. I don't want to say attitude. I don't know. I would just say attitude. Like the attitude, like when you get mad, you get mad and it shows it in your face. 
even if it happened like a minute before and now we're at a party or something, you still see it throughout the night, no matter what, that you're, something is bothering you from that, mm-hmm. from that fight. So like, so like, yeah. Did I answer your question? Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but any tips? So any tips? I just feel like if, if you really need to, you need to communicate. It's a huge thing when you need to communicate because if you don't, no matter what the other person, because we had issues with that before I would communicate with you and you would be like, get over it, dude. Like it's whatever. And it was like, no, but this is how I'm feeling. So you're denying my feelings or what I was going through that day or you're like, you're talking too negative. Like, don't talk to me. So then it was like, don't bring that up to me. So then it was like, so then who do I talk to at that point? So there was that conflict that we had, right? Mm -hmm. Where we didn't. So, like, you had a big ego of, like, this is the way I am, no matter what, and I'm not going to change it. And it was, like, my way or the highway. Now, in the beginning of a relationship, it never felt like that. But once we started, like, growing throughout the years, then that came out, and I was like, well, that's kind of that's kind of, that's kind of big and dark. Like, if he was like that, I would have never been as expressive as I am. Or, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't have liked that from him if I knew that about him. I don't think I would have pursued it. So then you, that, that changed everything as we were getting more in our marriage and then growing and getting older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some of the tricks, yeah, you just have to communicate. I feel like you have to communicate what you're feeling no matter what. Now, do I do it all the time? I'm not perfect at it. I'm still working on developing that, but that's one of the big things. How about you? When it comes to the tricks about communication, um, one of the, the things that actually helped us was that we, and I know we, we got to get back on this, but on a monthly basis, we would have our Sunday meetings, mm-hmm. which was tell me what you're feeling, tell me what's bothering you, if there's anything bothering you. Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you upset? What's going on in your life right now? Mm-hmm. Like, is there an issue? How can I help you? Um, or maybe it was just a moment to realize that I can utilize that time to vent out, mm-hmm. um, whatever had happened throughout the month or, or things like that. So having a set time and date that you can sit down with your partner and be like for an hour, let's just say, right. Start with an hour. We're going to sit down and I'm just going to talk and you're going to talk. You're not, you're going to validate my feelings. You're not going to be rude. You're not going to be anything. Was it always like that? No, there was moments where it was you or, or I, that we express or didn't really validate the feelings for, for each other. And it just, it, it would turn into some type of argument. So, but honestly, when it comes to arguments though, I see that as a healthy thing in the relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think a relationship cannot not have arguments. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? You know what I mean? Yeah, you said that right. Okay. Cause if it's just, there has to be that type of interaction there. Oh, there has to be a disagreement somewhere down the line because if there's none, then you're basically being, being, in a way submissive to the other person's like, let's just say, okay, so you brought a point where in the past it was more of it's my, my way or the highway. Right. Mm -hmm. 
if you would have kept that mentality of, of oh, just let him do whatever he wants to do, mm-hmm. then that would have affected the relationship tremendously, mm-hmm. which it was going that way. Mm-hmm. But because we sat down and we talked about what we what we were thinking, what we were feeling mm-hmm. on a monthly basis, then I started to understand more of like, oh, shoot, okay, I got to change that perspective that I have. Mm-hmm. Or, and I have to actually pause and understand what he's saying and where he's coming from and validate those feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that actually did help me a lot was I got a psychologist. I got a psychologist that I went to and be like, all right, I'm a vent at you. I'm going to bitch at you. I'm going to say everything that I need to say. And I want you to give me a point of view Mm -hmm. just because I believe I always, I hate to say this, but I, I believe that I always had that right point of view. Like it's, it's only my, my view. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care what you're thinking. I don't care what you're saying. It's just going to be this way. Mm -hmm. But because she showed me some, uh, some techniques and things like that, that made me, uh, sit down and actually like, okay, pause, listen to the person, look at that point of view, because guess what? That point of view might actually help in your life Mm -hmm. and move forward and, and have just tremendous growth as well. Right. So that's a, a trick that I, I learned with my psychologist as well that I implemented into our relationship. That way it would be a different dynamic as well mm-hmm. and not just my way or the highway. Yeah. And you have to understand, too, like there's days where like your partner might not be wanting to talk. But oh, yeah. So like on a daily, like if it's a daily basis thing. So like that's why whenever you said like those Sunday meetings were like a it's on sort of thing. That's because you have to be mentally prepared. Like it's on. And then I have to be to prepared that it's on. Whereas sometimes you do have long days or I have long days and I just don't want to, I don't want to have talk. serious conversations and I don't want to have serious conversations. Now, to be honest with you, I'm always up for serious conversations. Yes. I was going to say, you're that. N- but you're not. I'm so not. then I have to understand like, uh, it's not it's not the right time and that's okay like it's like nothing. today or tonight is not the time to to bring that up correct yeah so then then i had to learn how to do that because i'm like for me it's like dude i'm always down like i'm always like going in into this relationship i'm like and as i progress even those hardships i still want like i still came home and still like oh i want to like talk to him whereas you're you wouldn't you're like i had a long day i don't want to talk to no one and for me, it's like, but I'm your person. How can you not want to talk to me? So then it was that internal, like, conflict of, like, then what are we doing? Right? So then I had to learn, like, hey, not everyone's like you. And you had to be okay with that. If you're, Because at the end of the day, we're choosing to love each other and grow something. Because I always feel like love is a choice because there's hardships that are going to happen. And that can either, like, tear you apart or not. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you still choose, like, no, I still want to grow something with this person, even in those hard times, that's when you truly, truly love someone, I believe. Because it's so easy now to be like, oh, I just don't want to be with you. Like, fuck, like let's just call it quits. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to work on a relationship because relationships are hard. Mm-hmm. And they're hard. It, I understand they're hard. They're hard work. Mm-hmm. They are. Because you're, you're. It takes work. Yeah, it's work. So, so you have to be very aware of, like, can I. How does my spouse or partner like is 
their form of communication as well or how open they are about communication like on those daily basis but like you said before if not set up a time and be like hey this is our time what is going on what can we improve on mm-hmm. so yeah it's a great so, point quick side note on that and this is something that i know i had to bring up to you several times is if you do set that time on a monthly basis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say, for example, the last Sunday of the month, that's your time to sit down and talk. But two weeks before that, something happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for example, made you feel a certain way or someone from work or a family member or friend made you feel a certain way or life's in there or whatever it happened. If you need to, and not necessarily you, but like everybody that is listening, if you need to actually express what you're feeling at that moment, let that person know mm-hmm. that, hey, can we have a conversation uh, tonight? Because I need to tell you what I'm feeling mm-hmm. or what I went through today. And I mean, I would like to talk to you about yeah. like, don't hold it in for two more weeks and wait until that Sunday to express that because let's just say it was something between you and I, right? Mm-hmm. Which it has happened, it has happened. In, in the past. Mm-hmm. And I fit, I made you feel a certain type of way, mm-hmm. right? But you held it in for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then that Sunday it was just like, <laughs> what frustrated me was, why didn't you tell me mm-hmm. back then? And then your response was like, you weren't in the mood like you came back from from the office late and Mm -hmm. you were tired or we had so many things to do Mm -hmm. my response would always be let me know like maybe not in that exact minute but hey in two hours can we sit down and talk because i need to express myself on Mm -hmm. on what i'm feeling so like don't wait until the last until that point of of the month that, that you set that time to conversate if it's something throughout the week like just let the other person know. Like, I, I, I got to talk with you. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm feeling. This is what went on today. And I just don't want to carry that feeling. It's part of the communication correct process of mm-hmm. it. Oh, just quick side note. Because mm-hmm. I know that's something that we, we both it, had and to. And it took, it took years of that. It like took it, years it of that. It didn't yeah. take, like, it wasn't from one month to the other. Mm-mm. Like, it took years. Mm-mm. Years, years, years. So... How does figuring out more about yourself and growing personally play a role in making your relationship better? You have to understand that you are always changing and growing and finding things about yourself. Yes. So like last year, I just found, I found out why, why the most triggering part with me, whenever I feel let down or let, is it let down? It's more like, when I feel unheard or unseen mm-hmm. in those serious moments, that's when I feel like unwanted. And mm-hmm. it's like, but why? Oh, it's so basically I would I would lash out and just throw a fit, right? But I really reflect I'm like, why do I get like this? Even if it wasn't a serious thing. Mm-hmm. So then it's a reflection of like, oh, it's because I felt unwanted, unseen, especially by you, you know? And it's it's I always say this is weird because like if it's other people like not to say I don't care about those people it just doesn't phase me as much mm-hmm. because like I take my relationships serious because I never wanted to just be in a half ass relationship mm-hmm. like so 
me understanding that about myself really made me know like hey next time this happens tell them hey i feel unheard and seen i don't know how you're feeling right now but that's how i'm feeling right now like what's going on and it's okay to bring it up before of that episode or whatever it's called like you have to be able to be i have to be able to be expressive on that so you're always changing you're always growing what's your favorite thing might have been last year may not be the same this year like Mm -hmm. and and that's okay and you have to be very aware too because i see it where like oh give me my favorite ice cream as an example right but then you're like well what is it and then there's been moments (laughs) where this happened with us and like you should know already like you should know me already and it's like uh yes but then you haven't like had that in a while or like i haven't seen that so what is it Right. Like, did it change? Did, did it I change? change? It's still the same. Yeah. Do you want three different scoops now? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just a really big example. But if it's a more serious example, yeah, like you're always changing and growing, and like your your dislikes and likes are all gonna always be changing. They're mm-hmm. never gonna be the same. Could it potentially be the same? Sure, on some things, but most things you're not. You're just getting to a better place. You want different things in life. You you may want to do something different a different differently than before like mm-hmm. you just never know with it with life itself on that um another thing is yeah you just have to get you just have to get you have to get to really know yourself and what you like and what you want in a marriage i think that's very important because a lot of people don't know what they want in a marriage or a relationship they just go in it because they met someone they clicked very well but then after that, it's like, okay, how do I want this marriage to be? And not to be like, it's just going to be your way. But like, how do I want my marriage to be? Do I want it to be fun? Do we want to laugh? Do we want to have, you know, be able to travel together? Like, what is it? And do your guys' goals align together? Because if they don't, then honestly, it's not going to go very far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, my answer would be your last statement as well so i'll elaborate more more on that and it's more of you have to understand yourself first more before before growing that relationship with whoever it might be because it might be just beginning stages or or more advanced like our scenario for example but that's something that me personally that helped me just because I didn't know myself mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. I knew myself and I believe this is because of my parents, the the way that I saw the relationship. I saw myself as this is the way and this is the way. Like there's no there's no other way, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it was that's in the beginning. That's how it was in the well, beginning. Well, see, that's the thing. In the beginning you weren't. But as the relationship see, got that's, serious, that's then um, that's whenever things were like oh. those are just that's honeymoon phases as well. Correct. So as you say that after the honeymoon phase, after the honeymoon that's when phase, true. it was, and it was vice versa because mm-hmm. you got to see some things about me that you didn't like. I got to see some things about you that I didn't like. Yeah. And it was just, okay. At that point, instead of each other pointing uh, fingers, no, how do I say this? Instead of us pointing fingers at each other, why don't we put the, fi- the, finger at us and be like all right what do i need to do to become a better partner in Mm -hmm. this relationship 
what did I do? What did I do? I got a psychologist. I, I needed to talk to someone, be like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm going through. Now that just ended up being a more in depth, um, um, topic that it went more beyond relationships. Mm -hmm. But I understood that because of what happened in my childhood, it was being transferred into relationships mm -hmm. of the way that I was acting with you and, and reacting with you as well. So it's uh, get to know yourself more, fall in love with yourself more, actually. And I think that's one of the, the if I would me putting myself outside of this relationship, looking outside, if I would look into someone I would want to look into that the fact that I know someone loves themselves takes care of mm -hmm. themselves in that in that matter why because I don't know I I know I don't have to come into the relationship and do that for that person correct mm -hmm. because they already have done the work for for them and now they are able to actually give into genuinely give into the relationship instead of throwing a tantrum which it transparents into getting into arguments, nasty arguments and childish arguments and things like that. Instead of doing all that, I know that that person is just going to be more genuine in, in that relationship sense mm -hmm. and just take care of the other person on, on their needs as well. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does that make sense? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. I got to rewind and you got to rewind sure, and yeah. listen to it. It'll yeah. Be like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Basically just make sure you, you either find a person or work with the person to make sure they take care of themselves. Yeah. That way they're able to give to you in that matter. Mm -hmm. Just because everyone has different needs and different love languages. That's so, a whole so different thing as well with the love languages, but it's kind of like, if I have my cup empty, I can pour onto someone else. And that goes mindset-wise when it comes to business, that goes personal growth, that goes into also relationships. If I know I don't have anything to give to you, I'm just giving you bullshit, basically. Yeah. You know, it's not actual genuine love. It's not genuine words that, I, that I'm telling you. Yeah. So I got to make sure I fill my cup. That way I'm pouring onto you as well mm -hmm. and vice versa. So, like, speaking of love languages, what are your three love languages? Um, Remember them? I know my top two. I don't know about top three. But top one, the the first one is gifts. And then the second one is touch. So, gifts, like, are super important to you? Not super important to me, but it's more of... No, it was the other way around. <laughs> first one is touch. Um, like, no, I'm getting them confused. Yours is touch. One so I know my, th I know yeah, my, no, three. hold on, hold on. Um, um, no, yes, yes. I'm getting them all, all mixed up right now. Yes. Mine is number one is touch. Mm -hmm. I like the physical contact with someone. I like if you, if we're on the couch and you're doing your own thing and I'm doing my own thing, like I like the whole stretch your leg and I'm going to touch you with my toe and mm -hmm. just make that body contact mm -hmm. like that brings me a lot of joy and the second one yeah it would give be gifts like 
again, they don't have to be expensive gifts, but it's like, oh, I went to the store and I bought you a, a Hershey Kiss bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like that shows that all oh, you were thinking of me when you were yeah. doing groceries or doing things and you brought something for me. And then or talking- even like, oh, I bought you flowers. Like, oh, that that's actually nice. Mm-hmm. I love flowers. Yeah. And I think at the beginning we, and your third one is quality time. Quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's your third one. But um, what, that was, that's why I was getting the confused. That was, that was, that's something important to know. And, and you don't have to go into really depth. Maybe just take a nice quick little quiz to really understand yourself a little bit better. Because for example, let's go back to the gifts part, right? I don't, not that I don't like to give gifts, but it's never, it's never been a thing where I, that was my thing. Like I was just never, I don't want to say never giving gifts that I was, but it was more like birthday and Christmas. That's the point though. It's not your thing. It's the other person's thing. I know. But what I'm saying is that's why for me, it never clicked until we literally learned about that. We're like, oh, you actually do enjoy that. So if. You feel love whenever you do receive them. Mm-hmm. Now, are you a gift giver? Um, I was I'm like for myself, I'm like, am I a gift giver? I'm like, oh, I'm actually not. But every once in a while, it'll be nice to just give you something. Mm-hmm. Right. So knowing that about you is is you, you just become aware. Like if you would drive by and pick up a donut, for example. Right. Because mm-hmm. you know, I love my bread pick up a donut and just bring it home and it was just like so random like i didn't even ask for like Mm -hmm. that the it's the act of the the fact that you did that it's more of the act of love that i see now not not seen now but like seen or is it more food i'm just kidding uh both (laughs) because you said you said chocolate and you said donuts (laughs) no but you said flowers too so yeah 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 Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like yeah just and that's the thing with gifts. That's why I'm saying, like, it doesn't have to be expensive or anything like mm-hmm. that. It can be a freaking fucking lollipop that you buy at the at the store, for example. But it's the fact that I see that you actually thought of me of when you were out and about. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, like, I think he would like this. Let me yeah. just get in. He'll, he'll enjoy it. Now, are you like that with other people? No. No? No. If... I know they are like that, then probably, yes, I'll go out of my way. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm with you like that, but it's because subconsciously that's what I like. Does that make sense? So, like, the the gift, right? That's Mm -hmm. one of my my love languages. I think subconsciously when I go and... Because I think I... Yeah, I've done this several several times when I just get something but like, oh, but I, I got you this. Mm-hmm. It's more because I'm showing you that I want you to do that for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I can see that because with me, it's more of like the, I, I can see that because with me, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't expect that. Like I don't expect the only days I do expect gifts is my birthday and Christmas, no matter what. <laughs> but every other time I just don't like I don't expect anything I don't I don't really have that that 
I don't know what it's called. Maybe because we're we're adults too, and we just buy whatever we want sometimes. No, but that's but. the point, though. Like it's it's the fact that you're buying someone and you want them to make them feel special. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I personally do not like Valentine's Day. I don't. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to wait a whole year for someone to buy me chocolates, for someone to buy me flowers, for someone to do something romantic? Why do I have to wait 12 months mm-hmm. for that? No, doing it a fucking random day out of the month. Do you like, remember the last time you did it? Show me that you care about me that way. Mm-hmm. I would actually be so cool that on Valentine's Day, we just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. I would treat it just like a, a regular normal day. Well, we kind of don't because they've been falling in like work days. But that's <laughs> not my point, though. My point is a person shouldn't just wait until Valentine's Day to do that act. No, correct. That you act shouldn't. of I'm going to show you I'm going to put rose petals on the on the fucking bed and put candles around. Mm-hmm. Like, don't wait on Valentine's Day just to do that. Like, do it on freaking April 4th of this year. Or April 1st. April 4th, just because it's a <laughs> random ass day and I want to show you that I care about you and I want to be romantic with you mm-hmm. on, on that matter. Yeah. So, low-key, I do not. I, I actually hate Valentine's Day. For that matter. Yeah. That I hate when people wait 12 months to show that act. So, that's what, so you hate it because of other people. I hate it because other people wait until that day to show a person that I want to be romantic with you this mm-hmm. day. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. That's why I want to do that Galentine uh, day this year because I'm like, yeah, that's fun. I've never done that. So I would do you know be what Galentine so- means? Yeah. Like basically I, I hate men or like I hate relationships or like I... Broke up with my ex, so I'm now gonna hit the black pinata, uh, heart shape thingy, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. I don't know what it means, so that's why. But I know, I know from what I understood I we heard from it. this past weekend. I mean, I heard it. Yeah, <laughs> from what I. It's kind of like it reminds me of what's the movie? So is this? This is love. No, with George Lopez and um, Taylor Swift and. Uh, I never seen that movie. Uh, I never seen a movie with Taylor Swift. I think I think it's called This Is Love, and they have that Valentine. Isn't it just called Valentine's Day or Valentine? Yeah, 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 Valentine's Day. Yeah, because there's a New Year's one, and I think yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Valentine's Day. That's where uh, George Lopez and Taylor Swift and Lautner, Tyler Lautner, Taylor Taylor Lautner, um, they they come on on that movie, and yeah, they have a Valentine's Day, and they do all that that's why i brought the piñata because they do the piñata oh that's cool Mm -hmm. so yeah so as we close all right let's let's do our final final questions so so what's so much for a short episode (laughs) so what's what's some advice what's some advice you would give someone who want to just build a better relationship what what would be your first like i know we talked already a little bit about tips and tricks and stuff like that but Really, this person's like asking you, "Hey, Hector, like my relationships in shambles. Like, I just want it to get better. What What is the best thing I can do?" You know, mm-hmm. okay. So besides everything else that I have said, right, which I believe there were a lot of good tricks and devices and, and things like that. 
this is on the other flip side of it. If it comes to a point where you have tried so hard to be in a relationship with someone and that person is just not willing to put their weight in or willing to see your point of view or them willing to seek some advice that way they can some way in some way change in their relationship then maybe that person is not a good fit for you in mm -hmm. that relationship it's okay to walk away yeah because at the end of the day your happiness your peace your sanity is more important than trying to survive in that relationship mm -hmm. now i'm not saying that at the first fight and be like oh fuck it quit it you know mm -hmm. filing for a divorce next 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 day no like put in the work it's like you said earlier mm -hmm. it, it takes work it does but if it's work after work after work after work after work and you don't see any improvement from the other person mm -hmm. baby girl baby boy quit already like get out of the relationship mm -hmm. go be happy with yourself first and foremost and then try again but don't try to force that relationship to be working every single time um because 15 years will pass by 20 years will pass by 25 years mm -hmm. in my parents scenario my mom's scenario was 23 years after mm -hmm. and she was miserable as fuck mm -hmm. and she realized what was going on that last year and be like and she was like you know what this this is it but that's a lot of time yeah 23 years she can get those 23 years mm -hmm. back that's what I'm saying. Like, if you just don't see the other person put in their weight in, then maybe it's it's time to move on and close that chapter and start a new chapter. Yeah, always. So, advice-wise, if someone were to say that, um, what I would tell them is you need to first communicate your needs. Mm -hmm. Because we all have different needs in relationships. What are your needs? What are your wants? Yes, and once you know that and you communicate with that and then that person is receptive and that person also can come back to you, be like, this is what I want. This is what I need. Then that's already a step moving forward, mm -hmm. I believe, because we didn't talk about our wants and needs until like what, a year ago, maybe? Or this was the last year? Probably like two, three like, years ago. Like a true, like that we actually started. Like a true, like, hey, this is what I need in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to laugh. It can't mm -hmm. be just all work all the time and all this stuff, right? Like, I want to have fun. Like, this is what I see in a marriage, how I want my marriage to be, right? So it's it's whenever you have that and you communicate, you're like, hey, I need more sex. Mm -hmm. Hey, I need more touch from you. Like, you just pass by me, you don't say anything. Or you pass by me, you don't give me a back hug, whatever, you know? Or a kiss. Or, or a kiss or something, like, randomly. Like, like, you don't smack do Smack my ass. Yeah. So, like, those little needs matter and i'm the type of person that the small things matter to me not the big things like you don't have to buy me a car to show me you love me right, right? for me it's like just hold my hand you know come check up on me be like hey how are you doing like what are you up to mm -hmm. that's it like it's just different levels of needs and wants that you want so once you communicate with that hopefully that person is receptive and then they tell you the same thing or be like hey i don't know what i want at this moment give me some time that's mm -hmm. also a great way for you to start to move your relationship forward because a lot of people, like I said, don't know what they want or what they need. Mm -hmm. And so 
once you know that, then you can definitely move forward and be like, okay, let's start to rebuild this relationship again. So I would say that's that's one thing you to do that that can really just you know empower that relationship and make it grow. That's something that I learned from my psychology work. Express your needs and your wants. What are your needs? What are your wants? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, how do you balance sharing personal experiences while still maintaining privacy and boundaries within the relationship? So what do you mean by that personal experiences? Like what's going on in your life? Like, do you feel in a relationship both person have to be attached to the hip to experience everything or do you feel it's okay for someone to be like you go do your thing i'm gonna go do my thing mm-hmm. at the end of the day i'm gonna see you mm-hmm. and then the following day maybe we'll do something together mm-hmm. so so you're just saying about experiences right just so i can understand this Sure, we'll stick with that. Okay, so personal experiences. I say no. You don't need to do everything. You don't need to experience everything. Sometimes you can make it to family functions. Sometimes I don't make it to family functions. And it's okay. Like, like you have to, you're your own person. Mm-hmm. Like, you're your own person. You guys are coming together. Because at the end of the day, you can share those experiences of what's going on with your life. By sharing, by vocalizing it, by communicating, like, hey, this is what happened, babe, like, blah, 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 right? Whereas you don't have to be to the hip. Like, your friends, like, a lot of your friends, I don't know a lot of your friends. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, like, I trust you that you are with your friends. Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm not, like. You do know everybody, basically, that I Well, maybe I mean, like, your networking friends. Oh, that's a whole different thing. So I think that's what I meant. But, like. I just do your own thing. Do what you got to do. Like, I think that's important because that's your own identity and you don't need to, like, you don't need to be, how do you say, like, you hear those things where like, oh, I'm so-and-so's wife and that's my role. That's my identity. I'm a, I'm a mother. That's all I am. Have you heard those type of roles where Mm -hmm. people talk Mm -hmm. like that? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so that's whenever you're, you're just identifying yourself as that specific thing and it's like no i am yes i am your spouse but that's not who i am mm-hmm. only i'm mm-hmm. this human being so i think like you said you don't have to experience not to say you don't have to experience everything but you don't have to be attached to the hip with someone and i know that's something that i've been told from my side and i know you've been told by your mom that like it's not right for you to be on trips on your own it's like at the end of the day it's my choice not to go or it's you I think it would be different if you were to be like, I'm going on a trip, like you're not invited. Oh, yeah. That would be a whole different scenario. Whereas like, uh, you always tell me, like, hey, are you going to go with me? Like, what's, let's plan it out and all this stuff. So that's a whole different thing. And then and you have gone trips where I'm not, quote unquote, invited because it's uh, not work related, but it's like networking related. Mm-hmm. So you're getting an invitation to go network. From someone else. And so be- like, that's a whole different thing. But like you said, touch the hip and stuff. No, you're your own person. And that's okay. Like, you need to know that you're, you have your own life as well within your marriage. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And it's a little bit different for us because, like I said, I don't have a community of friends, like gay friends, who I can say they're my friends. So, like, I don't know what that is like because we share our friends. 
so that's a little bit different on us mm-hmm. but i see it where like women have their girlfriends and men have their friends and they hang out with each other and the spouses are not there mm-hmm. now that's on a shared relationship that i see but i haven't seen it where like say you have a group of gay friends and you can go hang out with them and you can go hang out with them or for me like vice versa like i i just we just i didn't have that experience mm-hmm. and that's not my experience because i don't have that so i don't know what that is or looks like but even like with friends that i've met i've brought you like hey like let's go hang out like it's fine like because like at the same time it's good to have like those married couple friends as well and even if we don't have them a lot it's still nice to kind of understand the, that scenarios and see their experiences and stuff mm-hmm. But yeah, based on your question, no, you don't have to be attached to your hip and just experience every little thing together. Because it's so crazy, uh, and you you mentioned it because like on your side of family, people have commented it like, "Oh, he's not here. Like, are you guys okay?" Things like that. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, he just wants to be home and chill. Like, he doesn't want to be around people today." Mm-hmm. It happens often. Mm-hmm. I just I make sure that on big holidays and like big events, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, 4th of July, major birthdays, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And even when it's not major, sometimes you do show up. And or yeah. you, you choose to go. I yeah, show and then up. Choose you to, choose, yeah, to, choose to, go. to go. Like this past weekend, your dad had something. I didn't want to be around people mm-hmm. because Saturday I had a, a gala night and I was around Friday. a lot of people. Yeah, Friday I had a gala night and I was around a lot of people. Friday was a baby shower. Saturday. Sorry. Saturday was a baby shower. Beautiful. Sh- one of the most uh, most beautiful showers, baby showers I've, I've ever been to. I love being there. Then we had dinner with our friends for her birthday. I was around people. Sunday, I did not want to be surrounded around people. Mm-hmm. Like, I need my once a week just being by myself. Mm-hmm. Whether it's half a day or, like, Five hours or three hours. Mm-hmm. I just, I personally need that time. And we worked that day too. And, oh yeah, and we did. Yeah, so you we so recorded. That, so you did that day and that day we worked literally all day and up until like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever I left and I'm just. Well, like deuces, dude, like <laughs> you go, I'm staying. Like I don't, I don't want to be or doing things. So it's important to make sure you understand that your partner also might require that Mm -hmm. the fact that they need their alone time Mm -hmm. they need to stay away from everybody even if it's from that special person that Mm -hmm. you're with it's not nothing personal against you it's just that person needs that to refill their cup Mm -hmm. to reset that way they're able to give more to you yeah and You've had to understand that about me because mm-hmm. I I love my alone time. And then and and you don't have a big family, so you don't really have gatherings. So then it's like that's weird. But then at the same time, like, oh, no, that's we have gatherings like maybe other every other weekend, at least once a month. There's something always kind of going on. And like that's just this my month family. and next month. Like I'm so overwhelmed already because I'm like, shit, like it's every when single is my weekend. <laughs> Every single weekend, there's something going on. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'm like, it's just <sighs> the beginning, babe. Once you start working and more. And here, here's the thing, though. That's okay. So it doesn't have to be the weekend where I need to like have that moment, right? It can be freaking. It can be freaking Wednesday evening that I decide to like, all right, 
tonight I'm just like, I'm going to reset. That's going to be my night. I'm not going to be talking to anybody. I'm not going to be around people or anything like that because I know this coming weekend I'm going to be super jump packed. Like that doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's once a week I need that. I need mm-hmm. to refill my cup. And that's how I refill my cup. Mm-hmm. So that answers that question for me. <laughs> In some way or another. Not really, but yeah. okay. But <laughs> yeah, because it's, you just got to make sure you respect others' boundaries within your relationship. There yeah. are ba- they are boundaries. Yeah, you're trying. They're you're right. not like... You're married to me now, so there's nothing like you got to be transparent and, and shit. Like, no, like mm-hmm. I have my things, you have your things and, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. and it's okay. What what do you, what would you tell someone if they were to say, hey, do I have to share everything with my spouse? I don't want you to. Wait, say that again. <laughs> oh. Okay. I think it was like, I took it more personal, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Say that one more time. So if someone were to say like, cause I've seen this, right? Where they're like, well, I want to tell my spouse everything. Like, what's your point of view on that? You think that's healthy or not healthy? I would ask, does your spouse want you to share everything? So, so, okay. If the spouse says no, what do you, do you think there's a reason for that? There could be. Okay. So for example, yeah, I'll use it in our scenario. Mm-hmm. There are some times that you want me to, you want to tell me things about work. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. Maria over there is being a, a bitch to someone else and yada, 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 mm-hmm. and that whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear that. Me personally, mm-hmm. right? So, but I communicate that to you. Mm-hmm. I let you know, I love you. I care about you. I don't want to hear those conversations that mm-hmm. or whatever tr- happened on there. So it's letting the other person know it's. So when that happens to you, do you just internalize it? And not speak to anyone about it? Or do you actually have someone to speak to about it? Like if, for example, if I have something to tell you, if I want to tell you something, but you don't want to hear it, do I have someone else to communicate to? Yeah, my psychologist. (laughs) That's why I always promote, like, get a fucking psychologist. Why psychologist? We're not therapists. Or a therapist, sorry. (laughs) A therapist. Therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever you might need. So, like... And the reason why I say that, because that was the big issue for us, where, mm-hmm. like, there was that dynamic of, like, well, I want to tell you everything. Why not? And then you're like, well, I don't want to hear it because, nigga, it would have, I guess it impacts you a lot more than me. Because for me, like, if you tell me something's going on with work, I'm like, okay, tell me. And I don't, I don't take it in and I don't take it personal. Whereas I feel like you, if I were to do that, you're like, oh, it's just negativity and I don't want to hear it because it's going to get me down. So then it was kind of like me understanding that, like, oh, not everyone's like you where yeah. where someone may be telling you what's going on and you don't take it in. You hear them, you understand them, you empathize them with them, but you don't take it with you and you don't like you don't like let you get it down is in a sense. And I only do that with people that I'm close with. What? That that you just said that I attach myself to them because I care too much, not too much. I really care about that person. Mm-hmm. If I really care about the person, like for example, you okay? I'll use a, a, as an example again. If you tell me that Juanita over there is has an opinion about LGBT community, mm-hmm. right, and she's against it, mm-hmm. I don't want to go talk with her. 
because mm-hmm. now she's t- making comments mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So when I see her in person, I'm like, hi. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I don't want to engage with that person because mm-hmm. I know that you don't feel comfortable in that scenario when it comes to that. But then you personally, I know you do. Mm-hmm. But because I know you care, I care about you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be around that type of environment, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. So I'm very, does this, I guess what I'm trying to explain. I'm very overprotective of the people that I care about. Mm-hmm. Super overprotective. Overprote- yeah. Because, because there's been times where like something's happening and then you're like, I just don't want to hear it. Sounds very negative. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I get it. And there's times where you, it's stuff that's happening in your life that's negative, but I don't let it like, like I hear you and I understand you and I empathize with you. And then I'm like, yeah, like, what are you like? And my mom's like, okay, what does he need? Right. Mm-hmm. To kind of like, kind of get over it. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, maybe he needs something. I don't know. And so that's whenever you have to be okay with, I have to, and I'll speak for myself. I have to be okay with that boundary that you don't want to hear me out. Right. Even if you are the, that type that does tell me things and I'm okay with hearing it. Because if you would tell me, hey, I don't want to hear that, yes. then I would respect like that. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. You know, they don't understand that. But maybe your spouse doesn't want to talk about something that's outside your guys's. But if it's within you guys and you guys are going through something and that person's no longer like, for example, I'll just use you. Say, say you were to tell me, hey, if you're having a bad day, don't tell me about it. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear it. Mm-hmm. That's completely different. To whereas I'm talking to you about work, negativity, or something like that, or something negative outside of us, that's whenever you say, no, please don't tell me that. I don't mm-hmm. need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if that person is telling you, don't tell me if you're having a bad day, that's a that's a red flag. Because I can tell you I'm having a bad day. Like, hey, this is what's going on. And I'll be like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. Whereas if I'm telling you, oh, this and this is happening at work or whatever, or friends, or this is happening with friends, blah, 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 blah. Then it's kind of like, hey, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that that part. Yeah. yeah. Now we're in this. Yeah. So any final thoughts? Any final final things? I think we both have said our final thoughts and things. Yeah, I think it's been over an hour, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening, for watching. We really appreciate you. If it was your first episode, thank you for listening. You know, it's we love getting the DMs, the comments, the text messages, you know, we really enjoy that. And we're so grateful. Mm-hmm. We're so grateful we're able to do this and just share from our point of view. Cause our point of view is completely different than anyone else's. Oh, totally. There. So I think if you can connect with us, great. If you can't connect with us, great. You know, I just hope that you at least get to learn a little bit, something more about us, about life and really make your life a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, follow us on social media accounts like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all linked in our uh, description down below. Um, also in our profiles mm-hmm. for the account. So um, just remember, this is Be Love a Design where uh, life is a canvas. And you are the artist. All right, everybody. So, see you next episode. See you Love next you time. Bye bye.